quick card clashes, perilous poetry problems, and the most one-sided love triangle in all of anime. We had Casey watch Shihayafuru, and we're here to answer the question, was it a kawaii disappointment? Alright everyone, welcome back to Kawaii Disappointment, your weekly journey through the worlds of anime. With you as always is me, your host, producer, Weave of All Trades, and your poor Karuta-playing friend, just hoping to make some friends, PJ. And it's me, your pretty boy that's great at everything except for winning the love of my life, Skylar. And with us as always is our supermodel sister who is not a fan of the game of Karuta, Casey. And while I'm not religious, I will say, like a prayer, it does indeed take me there, Casey. <laughs> well, uh, with all of that and the episode title, I hope it's obvious to you that we are watching Jihaya Furu, which is quite the mouthful of a name for my American palate. And Chihara Furu? I see, I can't say it. Well, it is a mouthful of a name, so let's kind of get into, based on that, what do you think it's about, Casey? Okay, I'm glad you asked. So, the ch- I, I <laughs> didn't, I, my dyslexic self thought that it was... I like pronounced wrong. I thought it was like Chihaya for for you. Like I thought there was an extra Y somewhere. And so um, basically I thought it was Chihaya for you. And I thought that was more of like a slogan. Like it's Chihaya for you. And so, (laughs) and so then in my mind, it became like, basically she's the Japanese mayor. She's running to become the mayor of like a town in Japan. And it basically became the plot of welcome to Mooseport. What a wild, wild ride that was. (laughs) <laughs> and how accurate I will soon be. Insanely accurate. This is all about a teenage girl aiming to be the mayor of a city in Japan. Musa Porto. Mu- oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, once you got a hold of the poster, did that change your mind at all? Or a- absolutely uh, did it not. just confirm <laughs> your uh, suspicions? Well, obviously, the guy on the left is Ray Romano, and the guy on the right is Gene Hackman. So... <laughs> I think it's pretty right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is now be- going to become a Welcome to Mooseport podcast. I'm going to make it that. I refuse. Anytime I think of Gene Hackman, I just think of the birdcage. Gosh. You know, you have a lot of references that always bring you back to the birdcage, Skylar. Do you notice that about you? Well, the birdcage has like so many famous actors in it. It makes Diane sense. Diane Weist. So many good ones. Robin, Robin Williams, Williams. Nathan yeah. Lane. Nathan Lane. Everything. It's like Christine um, Bronsky. Yeah, it's like seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, but it's seven degrees of Birdcage. (laughs) Finally, because Kevin Bacon, oh no, Kevin Bacon isn't canceled. For some reason, I thought he was. Good to know. I wouldn't be surprised, but I don't think he is Hey, do you guys remember the Kevin Bacon classic Hollow Man? Never saw it. Yes. (laughs) Do you know the Kevin Bacon classic, how to say classic, Kevin Bacon (laughs) Bacon classic? I can't speak today. But loose. Of the Kevin Bacon classic cheeseburger, now available at Hardee's. <laughs> never, Extra never, pickles. Never, never, never got it. Yeah. So let's go through the characters on this poster real quick, Ben. So let's kind of start with the background and then move to the foreground. So let's start with this character in the back with the black hair. So my prediction on the three of them that this is going to be a love triangle, but the guy on the far left, he's going to like the introverted, like quiet friend. I, we've been friends since like we were kids and like you know me but now I'm kind of emo now but I'm not popular like the other guy you're interested in interested in and then that guy on the right he's gonna be the popular one. he's the cool popular one that saw the girl in the front and was like you know what I don't care that you're not popular 
Look at me and my cool cell phone. We're going to be the coolest, most popular couple at this cool, popular Japanese high school because what? We're going to be the cool cell phone couple. Exactly. Because you know what? <laughs> if anything I've learned from anime, they all take place in Japanese high schools. I don't think we've seen... Like, in my mind, I can't think of a time where we... Oh, there has been, honestly. Demon Slayer comes to mind. So many. Like, so many that oh, don't take yeah. place in Japanese high school. I forgot Demon Slayer takes place in a Japanese high school. I know. That's why I stopped myself. I stopped myself. But, like, there has been. You guys have to admit, we have seen so many that take place in Japanese high schools. Like, I now only think Japan is controlled by student councils in high schools now. I mean... <laughs> Uh, so why don't you tell me then about our character in the foreground here? Okay, now I'm going to take a really wild guess, okay? Are you ready for this? Okay. Yeah. So just, I know this is going to blow your mind hole, all right? So her name is Chihaya. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. You're only saying that because Skylar slipped the deets. I know she did. Um... <laughs> But Chihaya, she I'm basically... I'm ill, you guys. <laughs> well, here it comes. I was wondering when that was going to come up in this. <laughs> um, uh, so tell me about Chihaya. So Chihaya, she works at the uh, same shrine as Sailor Mars. They both practice Shinto, um, I which that. I don't know much about Shinto. I just know that's what it's called, I believe. Anyways, she, like I said, she's the nerdy, uncool girl. She's very like Cinderella story, kind of like. She's the diner girl, but since the diner girl... This is Hillary Duff. Oh my God. Could you imagine? Oh my God, you guys. Again, she's made it into our podcast again. This, I'm telling you, this year's Uwu Award winner, Hillary Duff, as I predict. You, you, every time you project it, it becomes less likely. Yeah. No. You got to yeah. let it happen naturally, Casey. Yeah, every no. time you say it, she goes down a notch. I didn't I'm mean gonna, it to be this time. This time I'm was beautiful. I'm going to try to make it Kevin Bacon. No, he'll be canceled by then. You know he will be. Ray Romano is now going to be our Uwu Award winner. <laughs> what if it was Ray <laughs> Romano or Gene Hackman? Uh, but Diane anyways, Weist. Diane Weist. Oh my God, what was it, Diane Weist, in that we loved? Was it uh, Lost Boys? Yes. Ah, oh, so good. Anyways, girl in the front. She's basically like Hillary Duff in Cinderella Story, where it's, instead of like diner girl, she's the Shinto girl, you know. And they all make fun See, of her for her working there. When you were originally talking, it sounded like before you ventured off into a Cinderella Story, it sounded very she's all that. Or that, you know, it's, I mean, they're all the same. I mean, you know, like, it's all like, there's, she's the unpopular girl. But I, in my mind, though, I think it's not li- like different than she's all that. Like, she's in love with both guys. It's more like this means war or like any love triangle. Like, she's got to choose between the popular stop making guy. This, stop making every anime this means war. I re- every anime is this means war in a Japanese high school. <laughs> It really is. <laughs> There's other movies with love triangles, Casey. I, I know. That's so weird that I keep coming back to that one. What a weird one to have it be the one. I know, I've right? That, that movie. I agree. Like, I mean, Reese Witherspoon is fantastic. So she really carries that movie. But like, I mean, really <laughs> such a random, like, and I don't even like the movie either. Like, why does it keep coming back? To it? I think I'm doing some introspection about myself right now. Anyways. <laughs> Well, we'll give you some time to do that introspection because now that we have all of your thoughts, we're going to take a quick break to watch episodes one and two of Chihaya Furu. We implore you listeners to do the same. And we'll be right back with Casey's thoughts on that. And we'll see you in a minute. Stay tuned. All right, we're back, and we have Casey watch episodes one and two of Chihaya Furu. 
Casey, what did you think? You know, I it was interesting. There's parts of it that I enjoyed. There's other parts of it that um, you know, tradi- like I don't traditionally appreciate about anime, but like, you know what? It it got me there. It got me where I needed to go. I'm excited to talk about this one. I've got a lot of feelings. Okay. Interesting. I'm very curious to hear your thoughts. Before we get there, let's get some housekeeping out of the way. So Chihaya Fudu started out as a manga uh, written by Yuki Suetsugu and published by Kodansha. It ran in B-Love magazine from December 2007 to now because it is still ongoing. The anime series was directed by Morio Asaka uh, and uh, was done by Studio Madhouse and ran from October 2011 to the most recent season uh, ending in March 2020 with hopes that a fourth season will be coming out hopefully sometime in the next year. All right. So with that, uh, with that said, let's jump into episode one. So episode one starts off with like a a little visual, just of like some leaves and some flowers falling before we get to like the actual story. We approach in on Misuzawa high where we see a few boys running through the halls, kind of talking about how, the younger sister of like supermodel Chitose Ayase is here coming to the school and they're like running trying to find her. And eventually they run into her as she is standing on a chair putting up a sign for the uh, for her trying to start a Karuta club at this high school. Notably, she is, you know, she's got hard tomboy energy. You know, mm. she's wearing like track pants under her skirt. I'm she's saying, got that like, is the thumbtacks in her such mouth. Such a look. Iconic. I agree. I think it's also a look. I will say, though, they really sound like the she's not the pretty sister. Like, you know, they're trying to that's what they're trying to say. She's the other sister. Well, they no, she is pretty. That's well established. The whole point is she's pretty. But the second she talks, she ruins it. Uh, that's just the like whole me. joke. Just like me. Mm, yes, I agree. <laughs> uh, moving on. <laughs> Bold choice for uh, me as a po- on this podcast. <laughs> So she's putting up the she's putting up the flyers and her teacher comes out and kind of scolds her for being in a skirt with track pants. And then she like no social decor starts trying to take off the track pants. And she's like, not here. What the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, gross. But yeah, she starts talking. And of course, the boys are like, yeah, I've heard she's pretty, but she ruins it the second she starts talking. And I was like, well, that's a messed up thing to say right in front of someone. It's not <laughs> right? that she cares, though. She has she no self-awareness. But she is very beautiful. Yeah, she is very beautiful. Yes. It's 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 hard being beautiful and eccentric. I can relate. <laughs> Same. It's so hard. Oh, You're so literally hard. the most uh, like basic we... person I know. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, Skylar. I couldn't hear you over the coughing. What was that? You're the most basic person I know. I I'm sorry, Skylar. Go into the light. Go into the light. <laughs> so um we moved to her kind of laying on a field listening to her iPod Nano. And I was like, oh, yeah, this definitely aired in 2011. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I miss. I, you do, God, I miss having an iPod. Like, I remember. I mean, I will never forget how I got broken into at a Katy Perry concert and they stole my iPod Nano. But ugh, I miss <sighs> it so not, much. I think terrible. about it every day. You know what? It's so funny because I showed um, I sent PJ a Katy Perry TikTok earlier today. And it was during her California Dreaming uh, and that, re- so Casey got to go to the Katy Perry concert twice in a row, and he invited me to one of those nights because he won concert tickets to a concert he had already bought tickets for, and then his car yeah. got broken into night one, and so he called me and was just like, I'm not sure if we're going to go night two, 
because I'm upset because my car was broken into. And I was like, oh, no. But guess what? The power of Katy Perry. I was like, hell no. I need to see her again. I've seen Katy Perry nine times in concert, and I will see her a tenth time. I have no shame about that. Listen, it's a new era. New Katy Perry is going to come back. Bold prediction for 2021. Doubtful. She has a collaboration with Pokemon, guys. Katy Perry is entering the anime world. Get ready. Mm, She hasn't been good for a while. I know. It's it's because it's Trump era, and we can't get involved in that. She's coming back now. It's 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 new we'll times. We'll see. I'll wait with I'll wait patiently, but I'm not going to hold my breath. All right. I um, get it. So <laughs> as she's laying there, we see Taichi approach her, uh, and she's super excited to see him and is shocked that he is here. Um, we learn as they're kind of walking around that he was at a more much more prestigious school, but he moved back to this one uh, to kind of cut down on the commute, which is understandable. Right. I knew he was going to be rich. Let me just say, I knew he was going to be rich, and he was rich. Rich, rich, rich. Richie Rich's Christmas wish is what Taichi is. They, he lays on the shade, like, so thickly, like, from when he first sees her, because he's the one that points out that, like, she's the beauty that ruins it anytime she opens her mouth. Look, Taichi is, like, all he does is nag. That's his whole thing. Yeah. Taichi watched one too many pickup artist videos <laughs> when he was in yes. middle school. Well said, PJ. Well said. Oh my God, that is it. And he thinks that's the move, and it's not. So they're kind of just waiting and talking, and honestly, she's kind of treating him very, like, in a weird way, like, lovingly. Like, she's very affectionate with him, and she's just kind of happy to see him. And she keeps being like, wow, you've grown taller. And it seems very flirty, but, like, in a very wholesome way. Right. Yeah. I think she's like, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of mixed feelings between the two of them. Obviously, we get into it more in episode two and kind of explain more about it. But yeah. And, you know, they're waiting for their train and he gets a phone call. And basically, it's, you know, his girlfriend being like, hey, where are you? This is where I am. And you see her get very like, you have a girlfriend. But like, it seems like she's genuinely a little sad about it. And you know he's almost like, well, I can leave her. Like, if that's what you <laughs> he want me so to do. He was so quick. Like, yeah. it, it just, I'm just like, you know, kind of with her because she asked me. But like, I mean, if you want to do something, like, we could do that. Oh my god, exactly. He was ready to jump at any moment. Like, he's like, if you if you blink at me, I will leave her. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, she kind of dashes that feeling really quickly because instead of being like. Oh my god, yeah, it's so weird that you have a girlfriend. She's kind of like, I wonder if Arata has a girlfriend. And he's like, wow, you really just know how to ruin things, don't you? That's right. And she's like, what are you talking about? That's why she's the beauty that ruins everything when she opens her mouth. Yeah, because she has no filter. Yeah. No filter at all. And never has either. No. Uh, he takes off, and she kind of is just left to think about where where they're, that three of them first met and how it started and the fact that, you know, throughout the conversation, she's kind of like, wow, so you're not going to play Karuta anymore, even though we're in the same high school that's messed up. And then when he's talking about having a girlfriend and not really having time for Karuta anymore, she's like, I wonder if Arata still plays Karuta. So then she kind of, you know, rolls it back to when they all met and uh, when she started falling in love with Karuta as a sport. Um, So we flash back to when they were much younger uh, and we see all of them, you know, and Chihaya is a super duper tomboy. And, you know, she's clearly very good friends with Taichi, but he makes fun of her all the time. You know, very, again, just negging. Is that what it's called, though? When the guy, like, the guy is the girl because he's in love with her? 
No, well, negging is specifically like lowering your con, like making fun of you to like lower your confidence so that you're more susceptible to be seduced. Interesting. So, like, it'll be like, wow, like I've, ne- you know, a lot of it could be like, like compusults are really big in negging. So, like, you could be like, wow, you know, like you're really pretty for a fat yeah. girl. Like mm. that's negging and stuff like that. And uh, fun fact: one of my previous relationships, uh, we negged each other when we first met. And then we dated for way too long. It was toxic. Yeah. You're like, and that guy's name was PJ. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> no. Literally, like, that person nagged me, and then I just nagged them even, like, ten times harder, and they were like, wait, am I fascinated? And I was like, yes, because I'm a pick-me girl. Mm, <laughs> interesting. Fun fact, if you hear on this podcast Skylar um, giving me it's actually, she's nagging me, guys. She's just playing the long con. She's playing hard to get. That's what's happening here. There you go. I, that's, what I've, that's what I've always assumed was happening. PJ, you agree, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so we see, you know, they're kind of just talking. And that's when we see the new student who is uh, Arata Wataya. And he's quiet. Uh, everyone's kind of just making fun of him and being mean. And she's very much like, why are you guys being such jerks? And everyone is like very t- taken aback. Because, you know, it's especially in middle school, like, you know, people kind of just decide that people aren't worth everyone's time. And there's so many factions and cliques. And honestly, I see I think about this a lot where like in media, like in movies and stuff, high school is always seen as like so clicky and so toxic. But honestly, I 100 percent think that's more middle school than high school, at least in America. Oh, yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. I did. Th- I, I think middle school is when people are their worst version of themselves. Yeah, Skylar. I. I mean, one of my favorite things about you is you're very like. Um, as long as I've known you, you've got this like strong sense of integrity. Were you like that in like middle school? Like, would you be the person who would stand up for people? Mm-mm. Really? So you've not. Skylar been was like a this. popular girl in, you know, freaking Laguna. Oh, I was gonna say she had, she had to shed the Laguna and come to the beach, and then it was fine. Yeah. No. Um. Because I. I did have. I lived in Laguna Hills from first grade to eighth grade, or like half of my eighth grade, and then came to uh, Long Beach. And uh, there was huge culture shock, but I am a better person. <laughs> no, yeah. we used to call each other like lesbians as like an insult. I'd be like, oh my God, Kayla, you're such a lesbian. And I. And, and Kayla, who is a lesbian now, is like, she's right. And like, <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being a lesbian. <laughs> like, why? That's right. Why and Jojo Siwa, I'm here for you. Insult. I'm here waving flags for Jojo Siwa today. As a queer woman, <laughs> like. Uh, but you know, I mean, and also, like, were you when you were there? Didn't you like start getting an anime, and you had to like? Oh hide yeah, that because people, it was too, like it was like too I, lame. I like uh, watched Inuyasha for the first time in eighth grade, and there was only one other person who liked anime and it was tony lemons the only black guy in my whole school <laughs> oh my god you know i think we're gonna each have a couple times today we're gonna make that like most cancelable moment <laughs> somehow coming from this podcast oh, by the way speaking, speaking of lemons, it's like how though. don lemon is now openly black <laughs> <laughs> oh by the way i was gonna tell you like speaking of lemons um Love like I more. can honestly say I, I always like I admire like these characters that like can stand up to the, these other school kids like Chihaya does. But like 
I can say that, but I know that in reality, I'm probably definitely remember like 30 Rock with Liz Lemon, where she like remembers in high school herself being the victim. And then <laughs> yeah. she goes to the reunion and she realizes she's the bully where she's like, because in her memory, she's like, hey, Liz, how's the telescope? And then she doesn't say anything. But in like reality, it was like, oh, yeah, Kelsey, how's your mom's pill addiction? Like full on. That's me. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's you. 100 percent. Like, I, like I, I, I don't have anything to disagree with you with. <laughs> I realize I'm probably like that way, but you know, <laughs> life's a journey. But we move on from here. And the next time that we see them interact is while Chihaya is waiting for the newspaper, who Wataya is the one that delivers it. And they kind of have like a quick interaction. And you find out it's because she was waiting because she's like obsessed with her sister being a model. And she's like so excited that her sister's in the paper. You know, obviously her sister's like, please, like I'm in the background. And she's like, yep, the person that won was prettier than you. And she's like, God, you need to have a filter at some point. Yeah, for reals. Oh my but God. But she like still supports her. Like she's not saying it to be mean or anything. Right. But this is also where we start learning that um, Wataya has like a perfect memory because he it's his first day being a uh, a newspaper delivery boy. And he memorized his route. It's like, like what, beforehand. like 500 stops? Yeah, it's 500 houses and he completely memorized it. Skylar, what do you think it's like to have a perfect memory? I'd <laughs> I, rather we, not can, even We can't think imagine. Couldn't be me. I would never know. <laughs> can't, can't relate. So we kind of see them start kind of getting a little closer uh, and she's just kind of standing up for him here and there. And eventually she kind of goes to meet him just to talk to him. But while this is happening, we also start learning a little bit about like the hundred poems that are involved in Karuta. And we learn that Tai Chi has, is really good at remembering them, but that Wataya has perfectly memorized all 100. Right. So she kind of goes to talk to him. And Tai Chi notices and just gets so mad and so jealous that he, like, walks over and, like, knocks freaking Wataya onto the ground. And he's like, oh, I guess your one pair of pants is wet now, poor boy. Guess you have to wear your mom's wow, skirt tomorrow. Wow, you're so and I was poor. Like, why are you so mean? Yeah. Jesus, but I you know. know what? Let the, let the she guy says just, yeah. that. She's like. Yeah, she's literally like, why are you so mean? <laughs> Good for her. I See, we love her for this. 100%. She always, like, stands up for the little guy. She, You know what? She got up. She got her guitar. She started doing Taylor Swift's Mean right in front of him. That was her right in that moment. <laughs> she said, she said, why you why you gotta so be so mean? mean? You know what? I would like to say really quick, like, I may have not been, like, I was a nice person in middle school. Not the best. Now, in high school, elementary school, I was amazing. Well, was yeah, cool. you went to cool gay arts high school. <laughs> True. I'm still upset about that. And, PJ and I are still upset about that. And in elementary I I school, I was uh, horribly bullied and harassed for like six years. Yep. Eventually, she like punches him back and he eventually knocks her onto the ground. So they're both on the ground. And he's like, I hate that you're talking to this guy, basically. Yeah. He's like, why are you? Why are you siding with the outsider? Pony boy. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say. <laughs> 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 we're literate and he he's like you know no one's gonna talk to you if you keep hanging around him and she's like i don't care and he's like i'll stop talking to you and she's like i literally don't care oh honestly after he pushed her i'd be like good never talk to me ever again <laughs> and also seriously. maybe someone should tell you not to push women and get a better communication style right seriously if she had pulled that out i'd be real impressed <laughs> they end up at wataya's place which she kind of makes a note about how it's like really like, you know, dilapidated. And he hears her. She's like, I'm sorry, I have no filter. It's like my biggest problem. My sister punched me for it today. 
Oh my god. But as they're drying off, Arata asks Shihaya to play a game of Karuta with him at his apartment. And quickly we learn that he is just insanely good at this game. Casey, do you understand the game of Karuta? I'm on a journey to understand. <laughs> but can I just say real quick, if would you guys agree with me that the setup for this scene, like if they had been like 10 or like 15 years older, this is a romantic scene setup. Like, I don't know. I just got that vibe. I'm like, Oh, he, she defended, they defended, he defended her honor or she, sorry, she defended his honor and then they're wet and they have to go back to his apartment. I was like, my, they're children, so they're not going to do anything inappropriate. But my brain is like, if this were a romantic comedy and they're like 10 years older, that, this would be some sort of sexiness happening. Well, this is a romantic setup. (laughs) Like, it's not obvious now, but like, this is the moment where she falls in love with him. Hmm. Yeah. And you can see it a lot in kind of how she reacts. And like, she's just fascinated by his like level of skill. You know, she's kind of just, he's just wiping the floor with her. Uh, But eventually she realizes that she knows one of them. So she waits and waits and waits. And eventually she's able to snatch one of the cards. Which he's so good that like people rarely ever do that. So he's just blown away by her. And she's so excited when her little eyes turn all sparkly and evil. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Arata praises her play as well as her name, showing a card which bears the name Chihaya, which he calls the Chihaya Fudu card because the poem that relates to it starts with Chihaya Fudu. So you always know that if you hear Chihaya, this is the card you play. And he's like, this card is going to remind me of you forever. And I mean, it That's clearly cute. ends up becoming like a very special card for her. Because she, I mean, next episode uses it again. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, but that's uh, episode one. So, Casey, would you like us to explain the rules? Yes, please do. Because I want to make sure I fully understand. So, Karuta starts off with a deck of cards. And essentially, all of the cards are the second verse of a poem. And what, what happens is the like facilitator starts reading the poem and your goal is to find that second verse card and get it off of the map like get it off of the play area mm. so basically think about it like if it a was um, like finish a song, the lyrics, right? so think about firework of. so think about firework by like Katy perry easy and if they said do you ever feel like you a would plastic know that bag you're, well no because plastic bag would probably still be in the first ber- first verse but you would probably be looking for drifting through the wind wanting to start again. so Absolutely. that's kind of how it is they hear the first verse of the thing and they're going to eventually read the second verse, but your goal is to find that second verse card and get it off of the field as fast as possible before they can get to it. I have listened to everything you said and I do understand it. Uh, what my mind now has gone to is I really think there should be a Katy Perry version of Chihara Furu. <laughs> 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 or whatever we're gonna the thing make, is. Like we're going to make Katy version. Perry Karuta. We're going to make Karuta Perry. <laughs> Karuta Perry. That writes itself. Come on now. I'm, it I, writes itself. I'm willing to go in and pay big bucks for this. <laughs> it's getting added to the Amazon list tonight. <laughs> We're going to be billionaires off of this idea. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that's basically the premise of the game. So the whole point is, A, you have to memorize like every poem poems. that is available in Karuda, which is the 100 poems. So that's obviously like the first level of like difficulty and skill in it. And then the second is being fast enough to get to the card before your opponent. Interesting. How is this? Is this in 
just to be clear, is this a real game in Japan? I mean, yes. obviously it must be, Yes, right? Karuta is a and real is game. Is it like a newer game or it's been going on a long time? Like, I don't know. Just curious. It's been going on a long time. Yeah. I could only do it if it was songs. It, it just, it, the intensity of Karuta really comes from, A, obviously trying to get the song, trying to get the poem first, but also like because the whole goal is to get it off the field first. Like, as you saw in the anime, like, people are, like, slamming cards off that table. Like, it gets really right. intense. Yeah, that kind of scares me. And I, I thought of, like, what if we were playing that? Like, you imagine? Oh, man. Oh, my God. That we would be <laughs> fighting, so like, hardcore. But once uh, once this pandemic's over, we'll we'll start working on Karuda Perry. <laughs> like, early 2000s, our early 2000s pop Karuda. Oh, Wait, so good. would this be? Karuda Perry, like, it just makes sense. Would that PJ, be you a relation, so though? Crap, we're going to be those Mahjong ladies. I was like, I don't want to be the Mahjong ladies. Oh, see, I don't even know about them. Oh, God. These white ladies that were like, you know, Mahjong? Well, what if it wasn't as ethnic as it usually is? Now by our white person, Mahjong. Also, it's super Uh expensive. It's like $300. (laughs) Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Don't want to be that. Everyone on the internet like hates them for it, but it's a whole thing. But let's move on to episode two. So episode two starts uh, as Chihaya shows up at class and everyone is actively ignoring her as well as Arata, but that's pretty uh, par for the course. Yeah. But she's like, oh, okay, whatever. And she stands her ground and she moves her seat back to where it normally goes. And Taichi's like, you know, if you stop talking to him, like everyone will talk to you again. And she's like, yeah, I don't really care. I think he needs to understand that she doesn't care and he needs to offer her something that she actually does want if he's going to have any leverage here. I think he's just used because he's clearly like the most popular kid in school. Yeah. And I think he's just relying on the fact he's just relying on the idea that she's going to want to be his friend over this, you know, outsider, quote unquote. Right. Right. Uh, But he's even like, what does he even have? What can he even do? And she's like, he could be any of you losers at Karuda. (laughs) she's like i'm a karuda girl now you better back up basically <laughs> you know arata comes up and he's like yeah no it's true like no one could ever take a card for me and taichi's like fine bet like if i could take a single card from you in the arata tournament like everyone's gonna ignore you until graduation and they they agree on the bets <laughs> i love that for him because he's like you know what I may not be rich but i got your asses now go off go off nerd yeah. boy you get your cards right yeah, as uh, Taichi and Arata make their way, uh, you know, obviously we see Taichi going through his round in the Karuda tournament and he's like, okay, he's like getting there and he's winning and people are like, wow, he's so good. But then like Arata goes up and he's just, you know, slinging like Gambit style these Karuda cards off the table. Oh my gosh, that'd be so good. And everyone's like blown away. They need to have a Gambit version of Arata (laughs) now that you bring that up. (laughs) <laughs> that'd be great oh gosh um and you know he's very like taken aback and he's a little nervous about his like chances and as arata and chihaya are walking out taichi kind of calls to them and throws them a soda and he's like hey don't worry about it like it's not poison like we're just you know this is my like apology and he opens the soda and obviously it's like shaken up to hell and he like gets blasted by it and he's like that was your fault and leaves <laughs> Right. I know, like, he sucks. Uh, Taichi sucks. But honestly, though, don't you think, like, if he was throwing a soda, like, I myself know enough to be like, I agree. Skylar and I had this conversation when we were watching the episode. We were like, I mean, it kind of is his fault. Like, you should know a little bit, like, 
I have like I, even if he hadn't shaken it up, it flew through the air. <laughs> it like, it would have probably done that anyways. Yeah. I will say though, my trust issues are so out of control that like someone could literally op- like open from a 12 pack, ha- walk over, hand it to me and I'd still be like holding it away from myself <laughs> opening it. <laughs> I'd be like someone's <laughs> trying to kill me. <laughs> they handed me the soda. <laughs> uh, so Chihaya walks Arata over to the restroom so he can wash himself off. And as she does that, you know, she's kind of like, I'm sorry, I don't have a handkerchief. Maybe you could like wipe yourself off on like my shirt or whatever. And he keeps being like, no, but this is making Taichi super jealous whoever hears it. So he sees that obviously Arata took off his glasses to wash his face and he steals the glasses. My glasses. He he can't see without his glasses. His glasses. He can't see without his glasses. (laughs) I fully had that vibe. And she goes searching for his glasses. And, you know, even Arata's like, I'm pretty sure Taichi took them. Like, but mm. she's, she's like, no, there's he, no way. He can never be him. that like, he's mean. Me. Like, he's like, not that. And he's, he's like, oh, I guess that's uh, bad. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, but they start going into their game. And even though he can't see, he memorizes the board and he's winning. But once Taichi realizes that, he, like, sneakily, underhandedly, like, starts switching the positions of his cards. And that throws Arata completely off, who then starts losing. And he's just so frustrated because he's not supposed to lose. And it's clearly, like, he doesn't have his glasses on. He can't see. And the cards are changing order. And he's just so frustrated. And then out of nowhere, Chihaya, like, literally pushes him off. That I thought was like, a bit dramatic. I'm going to play for him. I'm going to play for him. And I was like, that's not how tournaments yeah. work. You don't get to just be like, now that we're in the finals, I'm the player. <laughs> you know what would help this situation? What if I just came in and pushed a blind man over? <laughs> like, <laughs> full would, on. But I obviously, like it's like very heroic, really quick, right? Because uh, Casey, you'll never be able to relate to this. True. But as, and PJ, you could definitely relate to this. <laughs> Beach time. Because you're blind. Um... <laughs> losing your glasses is one of the scariest things to ever happen it's true it like makes you feel completely helpless yeah uh one time we were at the beach and we were in the shallow like you know the shallow part and a wave just the came shallow up lalo. Yeah. and smacked pj in the face so perfectly and took his glasses and he just didn't have glasses anymore <laughs> Oh my god, that is scary, especially and in the, the ocean. The panic attack that set in was insane. Like it's literally so terrifying to be like, I am now useless. Like I can't see, I can't do anything. Yeah. As someone that loses mm. my glasses inside our apartment <laughs> on the rag. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, she pushes him over, takes over. Again, shouldn't be allowed, but apparently it is. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, she starts realizing, like, that she can kind of do this. And at first, she's just kind of like, I just need to be faster than him. The second I see that he knows where the card is, and I can just pull it before he right. does. But eventually, towards the end, there's only one card left to go, and it is the Chihayafuru card. And she, like, for an instant, finally understands the game. And she, like, feels the passion and feels it. And she's like, oh, my God, this is my thing. This game, Karuta, this is my thing Yay. now. Yay. I feel like if this were, if if Yumeko from Kakaguri was in this, she would never allow this game to be played. She'd be like, he's changing the cards. He stole those glasses. She just can't come in here. She'd be ch- stopping all these rules from happening. Oh, Yumiko. I disagree. Yeah, I think Yumiko, Yumiko would have literally been like, 
oh, you think like, oh, we're changing the rules. That's fine. Like she always adapted to the cheating. She was never like, again, her thing was never like, I'm mad that you're cheating. It's I'm mad that you're cheating and still not giving me a challenge. Yeah, like right. her whole thing is if you're going to cheat, at least don't make it boring. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Do, do they ever play this this game on that in that show, that anime? I don't know. No, I don't think they do. I mean, interesting. We haven't Time for a crossover episode, but I still doubt it for some reason. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, they need to do a crossover episode. Chihaya Kakaguri. I'm ready. <laughs> sweet life on deck. <laughs> That's so sweet life on Kakaguri Chihara for you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm Casey. But Let we me get say to the la- all the words we get to the last card, and she just takes it because <laughs> uh, it is that she that you know that she had your food card, so she's able to kind of just kind of feel in tune with the game and take it, and she wins, and she wins the tournament, which again shouldn't have been allowed. She came in in the finals. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. Uh, but she's so excited, and you, it's so it's so it's a little sad because you start seeing kind of why Tai Chi is the way he is because his mom is just like so disappointed in him for losing. You can tell that obviously has like a lot of pressure on him. Uh, we see Arata come up and congratulate her for winning. And she's like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, you're going to be one of like the greatest Karuta players ever. And he's like, well, if I'm going to be the king of Karuta, you're going to be the queen of Karuta. And she's like, I'll be the queen. <laughs> you know, Taichi just kind of leaves upset. And we see him talking to his mom. And she's like, I was recording your matches. And then you lost to a girl. God, now I can't show your father this anymore. You know, if you're not going to win Karuta, you might as well stop playing. You're not allowed to play anymore because you suck. Yeah. Ooh, that is brutal. I like how she simultaneously she had time to reinforce a toxic, toxic competitive spirit and also some slight misogyny in the same moment. Good for her. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> that's uh, that's multitasking ooh. there. She can do it all. Why not both? And also, like, I mean, we also kind of see some sad, like a little bit of sadness on Shihaya's part, but I don't think she takes it that way. But she calls her parents to be like, I won. And they're like, yeah, we don't care. Your sister might become a model. <laughs> and like, they're, she's like, oh, that's so great. And then the sister comes on the phone and she's like, hey, I won this tournament. She's like, Karada's lame. Lame I'm as hell. I'm hanging up now. <laughs> right. Yeah, literally I'm hanging up now. And it's like, oh, no. Your new phone, new disc. A little sad. She hated uh, it. But uh, she runs into Taichi, who's a little like, trying to kind of smooth things over without having done anything to actually fix the situation and then she hears like a like a smacking or banging sound so they go to explore it and they eventually see arata just like practicing without his glasses or even cards like he's just that in tune with the game and she's so inspired by this that she just runs off to go find his glasses (laughs) his glasses he can't see without his glasses and he runs to stop her and just slams face first into the door. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was going to ask. Okay, so obviously in the anime, this is very, like, charming. His, like, determination and, like, he, his love of the game, whatever. But, like, you guys know that if this was in our, like, real life, whatever, we saw some kids smacking the random floor, we'd be like, uh, excuse me? Someone please come get this weird child off the floor. Well, okay, first <laughs> of all. Like, it does, only in like... animes would it translate. I agree. I agree. I want to clarify before Skylar said something else. I agree. Thank you, PJ. No, I feel like uh, just because I've we're not. I smacked a lot of floors, Casey. No, no, no. <laughs> I feel like it's because we're not exposed to this, but like people that play like football and stuff that mimic like these motions and stuff, even though they don't have like a football in front of them, we don't question it because that's something that's like normal to us. I will say 
I would question it. Anyone who is practicing without the thing they're playing yes. with, I would question it. Like if someone was just like practicing their spiral without a ball in the air, I'd be like, that person's weird. Got well, it. Not oh me. I, 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 I will say, okay, me and Casey, I, I just have to say that I, PJ is totally correct. Like me and my cousin, when we were like, when we grew up in like on like the farm and the summers, like in like uh, outside of Reno or uh, like also in like Albuquerque, we would like to make ourselves like entertain ourselves. We'd play imaginary Pokemon with each other and like <laughs> we'd like <laughs> fake throw a Pokeball and like a Pokemon would come out. We'd have to decide what it was. And like it was fun until um, we'd battle and then we'd disagree on how who which one of us would win. Uh, <laughs> So, you know, sometimes, you know, he couldn't just take that my uh, Venusaur would defeat his Blastoise in our imaginary game. And I bet that looked real weird from the outside for my grandparents who were like, just get me another gin and tonic, kids. I'll let you do whatever you want. If I saw that, I'd be like, wow. Two children who have an imagination that are playing. See, but I agree with that because they're playing with imaginary things. But like, we're not going to get too into this. I disagree. Casey disagrees. (laughs) You're the I only disagree. one that agrees, Skylar. As Chihaya goes to search for the glasses, Taichi kind of like eventually comes to a sentence and he hands Arata's glasses. And at first he lies. He's like, I found them in the hall. And then he's like, no, I stole them. But please. And he starts crying. And he's like, please don't. Please don't tell Chihaya. I can't. Ha- I don't want her to hate me. Right. Skylar would have been there. She'd be like, sucks to suck. <laughs> but he takes the <laughs> no. glasses uh, and he's like, you know, you're a coward. And it like hits him like a brick <laughs> wall, literally. To hear someone say that about it. But then he's like, but I, I get where you're coming from. Because, uh, again, I mean, they're both clearly in love with this girl. But they run to chase her to find, uh, to stop her from searching. And she's, like, up in a tree searching through a nest. Because she was like, crows might have taken it because it's shiny. Which is true. Crows always take shiny I things. I crows. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, uh, they eventually catch up to her. And she just launches herself off the tree onto them. And then they're all just laying on the floor. And it's, like, that, like, classic summer's over pose where it's like three people head like in a triangle formation with like their heads to each other Mm. yeah uh and that's where episode two Mm -hmm. ends oh and that's also when arata calls chihaya by her first name for the first time oh so casey what did you think about them uh not wearing uniforms uh i liked it because the uniforms i saw at the beginning it was like red and green plaid and i was like ew get that that's like i have never seen red and green plaid outfits for like what? what is this christmas really like didn't you see in the beginning yeah i remember at the beginning no no, no. because I, I remember her no, no, no. i think she's weirded up by your weirded out i've seen it. red and green plaid out of context of christmas like a lot see that just seems weird to me like if it's not christmas why are we mixing red and green together because they're, like, they're literally colors. complimentary colors that, that'd be the same of like saying ew orange and blue why are you pairing those two colors together it's because they're complimentary yeah, those are gross too. Take that, Boise State. <laughs> gross. <laughs> and if my mom hears this, that's gross. And the whole state of Idaho, it's gross. And Boise State, it's gross. <laughs> Take that. I lived there for a year. I could say that. <laughs> so you heard it here, y'all. Casey's thoughts on Chihayafuru. Boise State sucks. <laughs> there you go. It's sports month, guys. You gotta keep it on sports. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, so Casey, what did you think of episode two? It was good. Um, Okay. I'm re- I'm ready for this conversation to start. So recently, we had the distinct pleasure while I was living with you guys to watch the Twilight series together. <laughs> and one criticism I had was that why when there is three people together 
And like, it's like, there's a love triangle. How come no one can ever write a love triangle and let it turn into like a thruple situation? Why can't there be so I much mean, love there? And I just listen. And I know like this probably won't happen with this one, but I just want to see diversity. And I like in terms of couples and like, I want to see what a polygamist or like thruple situation looks like, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd be interesting. I wonder if there are any like thruple or polygamous anime. I'll have to look into that. Like all three of these people, they have something in common that they are all passionate about. And like, I think, you know what? I think Tai Chi and um, Arata can get like, they can get past this stuff, you know? It's, you know, and I think they, yeah. they could all be together. Let it happen, everyone. Let yeah, it happen. All, it's honest. It's, you know, it's a known fact. That all thruples and all polygamous relationships exist solely for playing games. Specifically, right? Karata. Like legit? No, specifically Settlers of Catan. Let's be, let's be real <laughs> yeah, with the real world true. here. <laughs> Magic the Gathering. They also love that too. Yeah. So I can see it happening. <laughs> I love that. All right. Well, with your thoughts on that, and honestly, uh, some homework for me to see if that exists, let's talk about the intro and outro for this anime. Yes. So why don't we kick it off with that intro? Casey, what were your thoughts on that? Okay. I love the intro. You know what? Okay. And this is specific. I know not everyone. Okay. Gays, pay attention. This is for the gay audience right now. (laughs) Gay guy audience. Okay. This theme song is very the Clueless TV show intro from the 90s. Did you guys ever watch that? Oh, yes. I did. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> she is literally the Polaroid of perfection. perfection. Get into it, guys. That song uh, hits, and that reminded me of this, which makes it all hit. It, just, it, was, a, it was a toot. Yeah. Top toot for me. Skylar, uh, did you feel similarly? <coughs> I loved it. It was really cute. Yeah, I, I really enjoy this intro. I like, really like it a lot. I love the heavy guitar. That intro is Youthful by 99 Radio Service. Mm, uh, what about that outro? The outro was so sweet. I loved it. The outro at first, I wasn't into it, but like, there's a point where like the like the melody change or something like there's a shift, and then I got into it. I knew like, it. it. I 100 percent agree that like not like a drop because it's not like you know techno, but like right. that drop was like a real like awakening. For right, it. right. I was I was not into it, and then that happened. I was like, all right, you got me, you got me, gal. <laughs> It is, yeah, Soshite Ima by Asami Seto, uh, and Soshite Ima translates to and now. So with that, it is uh, time for America's second favorite podcast segment. What modern or contemporary artist do you think would have done a good job with these anime intros and outros? So why don't we start off with Youthful, and Casey, why don't you tell us who you would have picked? We should get like a more abbreviated name for this segment because I love this. Segment. I like how long it is. That's my favorite but, part. But then leave it in, it PJ. I'll leave it in. We're keeping artistic integrity here. Okay. So what I said was I think Katie Tunstall would do it. Like, oh, I totally hear that. Oh my god! Right? And now I see. Now I see. I see. This is how I oh, meant to, to be. be. Oh, I hear. Well, I love so that. So good. Like you she's got the memory that, like, for me. Right rock now. and roll vibe from like early two thousands, and yeah, totally. Hell yes. She was both the black horse and the cherry tree. <laughs> All right. Skylar, what about I'm you? Ill, so I did not put a lot of thought forward. I chose click five. I hear click five. You just girl, was you're ch- looking for. I was going to say, I was like, is, Chiha- is Chihara the, uh, just the girl you're looking for? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I chose early Maroon 5. Oh, oh totally. Totally. Yeah. Uh, but, and, and I mean, I'm going to pull a Skylar and uh, tell you what exact song. 
uh, which is Won't Go Home Without You, is the song. God, I love that song. That's like my favorite Maroon 5 Because I honestly, it just felt like the exact same song to me. Yeah. Uh, what about the outros? Uh, what about Sashita Ima? Once again, did not put a whole lot of thought forward this week. But uh, I chose a little, a little popular girl, uh, Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, wow. Look oh. at Skylar going super contemporary. Yeah, <laughs> driver's license. That's her, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Or else, like, I see that. Sabrina Carpenter. Right. I would fight you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. For me, the we're, out- we're in Olivia Rodrigo house. I was like, <laughs> we stand Olivia. We stand Olivia. We celebrate her. Um, for me, the outro, I got um, Selena vibes. Like, when Selena first crossed over to, like, Eng- like doing, like, English songs. Like, oh, I hear like, that. Like, Dreaming oh. of You vibes were very strong for me there. 100% I totally hear that. Uh, mine's is gonna sound weird, but I, I just, in my heart of hearts, I feel it's right. I went with Starship. Bye. Okay, I like it. No, like like Starship the like band. Like the you know. 80s band. Yeah. Starship. Not the Starship by Nicki Minaj, but Starship, <laughs> right. We Built This City. Formerly known as Jefferson Starship. We Built This City. But I was more, I was more uh, thinking of people say we're crazy. They don't stop us now. Yes, yeah, that one. Nothing's gonna stop us now is what I was going for. Yeah, that's a great song. Great choice. Great choice. Yeah, I love all of those choices for both. Uh, Phenomenal work, everyone. Uh, Let's take another quick break to watch some additional videos to give some additional context, and we'll be right back with Casey's final thoughts on our final segment. So stay tuned. Konnichiwa, my fellow weebs. PJ here, thanking you for the first time in a long time for listening to our podcast. We've said it before and we'll keep saying it. It's good to be back. We've missed doing this and we missed you. Though this episode is different because it was recorded almost a month ago. As you'll maybe notice while going through, Skylar isn't as talkative and that's because she was very sick at the time of recording this. In general, if you'd like to know more about that and why it led to us being gone for a month, Check out our Triumphant Return mini-sode, where we discuss where we've been, where we're going, and what's changing with the podcast moving forward. At the end of the day, though, we're back and will hopefully consistently be back for quite some time. Stay connected to us by keeping up with us on social media so you know if we ever aren't back. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Kawaiidusupod. That's right, we've consolidated them all. On Facebook, you can also find the official Kawaii Disappointment group, where you can interact with us as well as other fans of the podcast. Or go to our website, kawaii-disappointment.pinecast.co, for links to those socials as well as all of our episodes. Spread the word about us, and if you feel so inclined, leave a review on iTunes. It really does help. Special shout out to N. Jeffords and Moondancer 2.0 on iTunes for leaving us our first written reviews. We really appreciate the love and support. You guys rock. A quick note, I gave myself some homework in this episode to find an anime with a truly polyamorous relationship, not just a harem or one where it's treated as a joke. And this turned out to be as rare as I thought it would be. And while I got a few kind of examples that somewhat fit the criteria, the only real answer I got was the polyamorous relationships in Mobile Suit Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans. Uh, That is just through research, though. So if you have watched that anime and you're like, no, that's actually not polyamorous or anything like that, let us know because I'm curious. I might put it on my watch list just because of that. 
But clearly polyamorous anime relationships are a niche market, so if any anime creators are listening to us, this is your million dollar idea. Just give us like a teensy bit of credit and a teensy bit of money. Join us again this coming Monday as we have Casey don his plug suit and interface headset to test his compatibility with Neon Genesis Evangelion as we kick off our Classics Month. You won't want to miss it. Now, back to the podcast. back we had casey watch some additional videos get some additional context get some additional thoughts see some additional card throwing casey with all of that what are your thoughts on the anime oh my gosh um thoughts on the anime interested to see um where the love triangle goes from the clips i saw and without spoiling anything it seems like it does have some differences than like a traditional love triangle situation um and i'd be interested to see what that is uh, obviously, because my standards are pretty high about how I want it to turn out. <laughs> um, yeah. But, um, and in all truthfulness, it'll probably disappoint me if it isn't the way I want it to be. But still, I've been assured that it's uh, it's a little bit different. Um, also, this game, uh, Karata, if I'm saying it right, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what, a, what an interesting game. Like, it's memory. It's like, it's, it's <laughs> like memory, the memory card well. game. It's like memory card game mixed with spoons. Like it's wild. <laughs> like oh yeah, that's a really good. Is. That's a really good analogy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, God, I a, love spoons. That was such a fun game. It's that you love spoons so much. You named your cat's middle name after spoons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. But anyways, though. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a really interesting game. I like said I do that for me. I don't know that. I don't know if I'm as invested in the game. Like it's interesting to like. I'm glad I understand how it works, but part of me is also like, why? But I, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but like, I get it. It's a, it's, it's interesting though. Like it is an interesting, yeah. you're mixing a lot of different skills at the same time. And I do think it's nice that like anyone can play it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's no advantage uh, for anybody. Cause I think this is like a pretty ancient game. So it's like, has a place in history like when you are playing this game like you are like immersed in the history of like Japanese culture because it's all Japanese poems and obviously you see like a lot of them um wearing like you know very traditional clothing too when they do it mm-hmm. absolutely yeah no I'm I, I'm super in it but like I, I totally get it um tell me Casey did you end up with a favorite character throughout oh my gosh uh man man above men uh, a- amazing karate player, Arata. Like, oh yeah, Arata's he good. is like he just has that like like sensitive side that I like, and like I without spoiling anything in the for anybody who watches on, like it looks like he's gonna have some really interesting storylines that I think I would appreciate watching as a viewer and as a younger viewer, <laughs> um, would definitely love seeing, and um, and I just love his like. He's got this like calm, cool, and collected spirit. You know what I mean? And I always am attracted to that. Right. Hell yeah. My favorite is definitely Chihaya. She's pretty great. I, she's, you know, I love her like aloofness. I love that like she just kind of doesn't have a filter and is, I don't know, just a real person in a weird way. I, weird way to put it, but that's what I like about her. Yes. I, she's, she's she's transparent, I feel like, in a good way. You know what I mean? What you see is what you get. Mm hmm. 
Uh, Skylar, what about you? Um, so it's a character that we didn't really get to see, but his name is Nishida. And he's he, the chubby guy, yeah? Yeah, he's the chubby guy. And this is something I'm a little sad that you guys didn't experience is... Chubbiness? The whole club that she gets together, you fall in love with each and every character and they do such a good job like rounding each person out and like oh he's just a sweet baby angel i love him oh i love that now you're saying they do a good job of rounding everybody out now that's not a, a chubby joke is it no <laughs> okay Cut i just want to clarify skylar. wow skylar wow <laughs> skylar got canceled just this uh, early well <laughs> with all of that uh it's time for the question casey do you think you'll keep watching this anime? This one was a tough call for me, really. Like, I think there's one other anime we watched where I like it's been so on the borderline because like, here's what I liked. I liked, I obviously like the competitiveness of the game. And I do think it's interesting to learn about this like ancient game that's happened. Do I feel like as invested because of the stakes? I'm not because she does want to be the best and I get that. But also I'm like... I don't know. I, I think in my mind, I keep comparing it to now what was my favorite anime we've watched, which was, uh, what was it, Kageyama? Or what, what about I say? What was it, Kakaguri? Jesus, my favorite, which I don't even know the name. <laughs> I also have a terrible memory, so I can't play the there? game. What, what are you saying? Kakaguri. Kak- yeah, Kakaguri. So, like, I don't know. Like, I love that so much. Like, it's hard because, like, I want to compare those two, even though they're completely different things. I don't know. Like, I do like all three of the central characters. And I didn't think I was going to like um, the rich boy, Taichi. Yeah, like, I didn't think I was going to come around until, like, obviously, then the second episode, I was like, okay, okay, I get it. I'm on board for you now. So I do like all central the main characters. I, 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 I do like that, too. I also, like I said, I have been burned by, like, love triangle storylines where I'm just like, I want to see something different. So it's a, it's a small yes for me. It's not a huge yes. It's a small, subtle yes. Okay. I, like, I mean, I'll take that. I would, I mean, I would ask that you try not to compare the animes to each other too much and try to get them each off their own merit. Yeah. Especially when Kakaguri is just so good. Like, exactly, how do you compare anything Because, like, that? you know, we're going to show you some amazing anime and some okay anime and some maybe bad anime here and there. But if you keep trying to put them all on this pedestal, I think it's going to be harder to Kakaguri. Yeah, no one's right. Kakaguri. No, it's Kakaguri. Casey, did you even start watching more of Kakaguri? Are you just blowing smoke? Um, I wanted to watch it. Let's shout out um my my boyfriend. I told him I wanted to keep watching. He said he was gonna watch with me, and then he's like, "No, no, we've got to watch that volleyball one that we watched beforehand." Do you remember that one? Haikyuu. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, "We watch that first. I was like, "No, I want to do this. This what? So I'm gonna start. I think I'm probably gonna start it this weekend though, watching more because nice. I've been wanting to watch that. Re- Hell yeah. Kakaguri Yay. really had an effect on me. Um, <laughs> sorry, Chihara, for you. You're just you're you're a yes, but you're a small yes. Yeah. But you know what? That means that every anime in Sports and Gaming Month has officially been a yes. Yeah, this is true. So that means that it's a genre that Casey is about. We did oh not God. think you were gonna say uh, yes to this. We thought it was gonna be a little too different for you. Like I said, there are, there's definitely parts of it, and I could see that for myself too. Like I know. I have a pretty good sense of what I like and I think reflective through like <laughs> our, our chats on this podcast, what I'm normally into, which is why I was like, eh, there's parts of this. I'm like, do I care? Do I, do I like, am I too burned by what, you know, or like, do I have an expectation that's too high? I mean, no, this, this had some really great stuff though. Also, like, I think what's what real, what has pushed me over the, on the yes side is like 
three strong central characters, a unique game that's a part of Japanese tradition, uh, and like getting to learn about that. And uh, I I do love a female hero. I I've talked to PJ about this and you on the podcast in the past. How like you know me as like a queer man, like we love seeing females succeed in in hero roles because femininity uh, as a strength is something that is not a part of society and we love seeing it more and more and I know that's how I feel I started drinking game of every time you say that on the podcast (laughs) I know I I say that as I encourage everyone to go out and buy the new China Funko Pop (laughs) hell yeah hell yeah Uh, well with all of that we know your thoughts we know how you feel about it so let's get to it's time for my favorite podcast segment is there an amv for that amv anime music videos is there an amv for that is there an AMV? all right casey you know the rules uh it's three possible points you're going to give us the name of a song and the name of an artist we're going to match it to the amv one point for each category casey why don't you hit us with that song and artist yes okay so I was torn between two songs because I was thinking about the love triangle we have here. And that's really formed my decision on what I was going to go with. I had two songs in mind, but what really made me choose one over the other was the perspective of where the song was written from. So um, I'll just tell you the one I wanted to go with. What, the one I am going with is Treat You Better by Shawn Mendes because like, it's the perspective of like a love triangle where this guy is in love with this girl who's with this other guy and like it's but it's from the perspective of him and the other song i was going to choose was from a perspective of a female which is why i changed it because i felt this was more related to tai chi's like love of uh uh chihaya all right casey there are there is more than one there is at least three treat you better amvs to can i tell you guys the other one i was going to go with sure yeah, the other one I was going with was You Belong With Me by Taylor Swift, which I I thought, like, because I was thinking, like, it's a it's a tr- love triangle situation, but, like, that one, I'm like, it's that one's from the perspective of a female, and I thought, like, maybe they wouldn't have I mean, as many. good thing you didn't, good thing you did not pick it, because there are no results. See? Yeah. I'm glad I, <laughs> I went with the perspective of the male, because it made more sense to this particular anime. To, uh, so, with that, though, you, uh, that's a solid three points in the book uh amazing uh pick there casey thank you honestly i honestly was a little ready for it to not come back just because it's such a contemporary song but uh really good pick i was gonna say it also helps that the most recent season was like out last year oh there you go well with that awesome three points in the book but there's also a chance for more it's time for the super secret not so secret bonus point is there an amv to chihaya furu to Evanescence, Bring Me to Life. There is not. I didn't think there would be. Is there one to My Immortal? Because that's my Evanescence jam of choice, just for just saying. And not just because of the fantastic, not so fantastic uh, fan fiction. I just uh, genuinely There is one My Immortal. Oh! You know what? That's a half point right there. That's a half point. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. I was going to say, like, we got to give him something. So there you go. Three and a half points. This is not going to continue being a thing, though. <laughs> it's time for the Sean Mendes treat you. We're better, letting this Evanescence My Immortal collaboration. A half point. I'm dying. Uh, well, with all of that, 
that is all we have for you guys this week. We hope you had a good time. We hope you had a fun time, a card-throwing time, a Japanese poetry time. But until next time, we hope your week isn't a kawaii disappointment. I've been PJ. I've been Skylar. I believe in the heart of the cards. Case face. Casey. Bye-bye. Have a Bye. good time. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. Hey, give me my card back. I want that. Hey, you took that from me. <laughs> you don't get to keep it. Does anyone remember where the card went? Card. I keep diving on the cards. It's with my glasses. Bye.